This is Anchored in Christ, the sermon podcast that gives you hope in the gospel as an anchor for your soul. Brought to you from Old South Presbyterian Church in Newburyport, Massachusetts. Our first reading is Matthew 6, verses 9 through 13. Pray then in this way, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And do not bring us to the time of trial, but rescue us from the evil one. Our second reading is from Exodus chapter 16, verses one through seven and 13 through eight. The whole Israelite community set out from Elam and came to the desert of Sin which is between Elam and Sinai, on the 15th day of the second month after they had come out of Egypt. In the desert, the whole community grumbled against Moses and Aaron. The Israelites said to them, If only we had died by the Lord's hand in Egypt. These, there we sat around pots of meat and ate all the food we wanted. But you have brought us into this desert to starve this entire assembly to death. Then the Lord said to Moses, I will rain down bread from heaven for you. The people like to go out each day and gather enough for that day. In this way, I will test them and see whether they will follow my instructions. On the sixth day, they are to prepare what they bring in, and that is to be twice as much as they gather on the other days. So Moses and Aaron said to all the Israelites, In the evening you will know that it was the Lord who brought you out of Egypt, And in the morning you will see the glory of the Lord, because he has heard your grumblings against him. Who are we that you should grumble against us? The evening quail came and covered the camp, and in the morning there was a layer of dew around the camp. When the dew was gone, thin flakes like frost on the ground appeared, and on the desert floor. When the Israelites saw it, they said to each other, What is it? For they did not know what it was. Moses said to them, It is the bread the Lord has given you to eat. This is what the Lord has commanded. Everyone is to gather as much as they need. Take an omer for each person you have in your tent. The Israelites did as they were told. Some gathered much, some little. And when they measured it by the omer, the one who gathered much did not have too much, and the one who gathered little did not have too little. Everyone had gathered just as much as they needed. Hi everyone, this is Kara. A lot of you know that I like to cook, so I'm talking to you today um, in my dirty apron in my kitchen, which is sort of appropriate because um, during this pandemic, you might have heard a lot about another outbreak, and that's a dramatic increase in bread baking. People have been finding a lot of comfort um, in the simple acts, I think, of stirring ingredients and kneading dough which actually can be a very prayerful activity. Um, It's sort of repetitive and you could easily talk to God and just say, Lord have mercy um, or whatever other type of meditative prayer you wanna do. It's also really great for just getting your frustrations out (laughs) and you can thump it on the counter and punch it and uh, that's all good too. I think another thing that really resonates with people right now about baking bread is that it is a reminder that you are not completely in control. Um, Before you can get your 
crusty, delicious, nourishing loaf here, you have to wait for the air and the yeast to work their special magic um, to let the bread rise. And that can take a long time. And sometimes, even no matter what you do, even if you've taken all the right steps, it doesn't quite work. So for example, I have a bowl of dough here that um, it started to rise and you can see all the little bubbles, but it didn't quite get there. So it's a good way to think about what it means to give up control and put ourselves completely in God's hands. What God might be trying to tell me is eat more vegetables, stop with the bread. <laughs> anyway, for the past few weeks, we've been looking at the Lord's Prayer line by line. And today we'll be considering the words, give us this day our daily bread. We've all said these words so many times that I think sometimes we really forget to consider what they mean. So I want you to look carefully at the fact that we are praying for daily bread. We're praying for bread this day. We're not praying for great wealth or for rich and fancy food. We're not praying for full pantries and we're certainly not praying for hoarded troves of bottled water and toilet paper. No, Jesus' invitation is much simpler. We're praying for enough to live and be healthy and we pray for it one day at a time. Every day we are reminded by Jesus that every blessing comes from his generous and loving hand. And God's way of bringing us our daily bread shows us just how dependent we are on each other. So our food is grown with hard labor of farmers and it's brought to us through the work of many other hands, including the grocery store workers who are many of them now risking their lives and their health so we can eat. So the prayer has obvious and immediate application to the problems of hunger and poverty and injustice around the world. What's really sobering about the petition is that the awareness that hundreds of millions of people on our planet do not have their daily bread. Upwards of 25,000 children die of hunger-related causes each day. When the Israelites were enslaved in Egypt, there was an economy of scarcity. They kept their grain in storehouses because they feared death from famine. In the passages from Exodus 16 that Sammy and Freddie read, God shows Israel that they have truly been delivered from fear and are now free to live in the assurance of God's daily provision. This is why God forbids them to hoard manna and warns that what is hoarded will rot. God graciously gives Israel an experience of daily provision in the wilderness. So later in John 6, Jesus announces, of course, that he is the bread of life. So our prayer for daily bread then becomes a prayer for fellowship with Jesus. Life with Jesus is life in the kingdom. And this implies justice for all, including daily bread. So when we pray this prayer, give us this day our daily bread, we are actually committing ourselves to help feed the hungry. We're committing to help people with the physical needs of life. Notice that the prayer doesn't say, give me my daily bread. It's give us our bread. It's a corporate prayer. And that includes all the people of the world. 
So today we're going to hear from people who are living God's kingdom by providing sometimes literally or spiritually daily bread for others. COVID-19 has intensified the needs in our community. Nancy Burke is going to share how our Sunday Sandwiches Ministry and the First Parish Food Pantry are feeding the hungry. We also have testimonies from some of the men at Teen Challenge. The Teen Challenge provides housing and rehabilitation and spiritual transformation for men who are struggling with addiction. COVID-19 has been a huge challenge for them as they struggle with um, keeping their men safe and they need our support. Elizabeth Laramie is also going to share her experiences ministering in a women's prison in Florida and she'll tell us how we can help by writing letters of encouragement. So I hope these stories of God's daily provision will inspire you to share your daily bread. You can help support these ministries by emailing the church office for hands-on opportunities to serve and you can send a check always to 29 Federal Street Newburyport. We also have a donate button on our website. Let's go to God in prayer. God, you are the great farmer, the great chef, the great provider. We thank you for meeting our daily needs and we pray that you will empower us to serve others in your name. Bless these testimonies of your grace and those who offer them. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you for listening to this sermon from Old South Presbyterian Church in Newburyport, Massachusetts. If you'd like more information about our historic church, or you'd like to find out more about the gospel of Jesus, please visit our website at oldsouthnbpt.org. The peace of Christ be with you.